0: Oh, hello everybody, it's Dell Shores. And I'm Emerson Collins, and this is the Dell and Emerson Show. Straight talk. Real gay. It's our 100th live stream episode since the pandemic started.
1: I know it, I, I hope I get to that in my life where there's this celebration, they go happy 100th Dell Shores. <laughs> and I go, uh,
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you'll be around Palm Springs with a walker. You'll be fine.
1: With Ann Walker. Just still. Uh-huh. You're wearing that yellow blouse, getting free drinks. Stop. When it becomes time, can we
0: all get together and get her a special, like, rhinestone walker and call it the
1: Walker Walker? Yes, it's so perfect. Well, happy 100th, Emerson. I poured uh, an old-fashioned. I made an old-fashioned. So cheers, everybody, if you're... I know some of our people are drinking already. So have been,
0: have been.
1: I got my Cheers!
0: Woo, that's strong.
1: I oh, you do so
0: good. I may be y'all, drunk by the end of this show. <laughs> y'all, he tasted it before the show, and he went woo. And then he went, I wonder if I can recreate that on the show. And you did, it was an excellent performance.
1: Oh, Emerson, you just spoil everything. You just, but y'all didn't know, did you? You didn't know that that was an acting moment, right? I want them to appreciate the talent in the work. I've had enough liquor that it really doesn't have that big of an effect on me when I I, uh, (laughs) I don't do that. I just go, yum. (laughs) So. Savannah's got champers,
0: Doug's got his Ivy hooked up, and we do have still a full show for you today, we've got yes. Dr. Rachel Levine, the Pope appointed a gay, Alan Turing's on money, a capital cheater caught, golden gay time, Lee Shang sexuality from Mulan, kids testifying for trans rights, Sharon Stone, pollution shrinking penises, What and more. Yes. <laughs> All right,
1: and uh, I love it. I love it. So you got, and you have a big event coming up. I'm excited yeah. about. Yeah, I got a, I got a haircut. Oh, that's not what you were talking oh, about. Oh, you do have a haircut. We both, we both have had haircuts recently. Yours is better. That is a great haircut. Mine is just more dramatic. We return to the pre-pandemic look. I
0: got my first shot this week. Wore my mask and got my hairs cut because I'm going to have to be a person appearing in public again eventually. So Dale's got his vaccinated mask.
1: Yes, courtesy of Caroline's Joy. Go to my Instagram and you can order one yourself from my daughter's store. Look how I plugged that. And wasn't Um, she doing like a
0: discount? A
1: discount, yeah, go there. There's a discount. It's I'm vaccinated at her store. You get a discount. And she's gotten a lot of orders today. Um, Yes. my second, Emerson. I got my second, as you know, and I will be good to go, uh, you know, up to that 95% or whatever it is for the the, um, the Pfizer. That's right. Two more weeks out and off you go.
0: Off and running, as you have said. Um, and a week from today, I'll be in the hospital. So it's everything's just coming together. That's right. Just in time. And I do want to say to all of you watching, those of you who join us live on Tuesdays and Fridays, thank you so much. I couldn't yeah. believe when I was uploading all the old podcasts uh, to to uh, the service so that they're now available on iTunes and Alexa and Google, uh, not Google yet, but working on it, Spotify, 100 episodes. We have spent over 100 hours together talking through our favorite and worst parts of the news for our people. And we appreciate
1: all of you. It's been quite a I mean I, I feel like that uh, we all kind of weathered a storm and are still in the in it somewhat uh, as we we went through this together and i I so appreciate this time that I have with you Emerson it's it's always a pleasure to work with you and 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 we work we do work hard but this always feels like play for me you do most of the work uh, <laughs> And I just come and play for an hour. But I, I am so grateful for so much. And I think that I don't know if, if the rest of you felt this during the pandemic where there are certain people, there are certain uh, just things that we have taken for granted. And uh, I don't ever want to take for granted anything. I, and I certainly don't uh, take for granted the support that you guys have shown us through uh, this, this, this time and, and before. Yes.
0: And speaking of support, I want to say thank you to Erica, who went to iTunes and wrote us a review. She's the only one so far. There's like a whole bunch of y'all watching live, and I know that's the fun part, but it would sure help us over there if you went to podcasts on your iPhone and searched the Dylan Emerson Show and wrote us a
1: review. We'd appreciate it. Yes. There's 100 reviews by the end of this, show, or oh, by the end of the day. How's that? Oh, that's a lot to say. I was about to say, I'd be thrilled with 10. Okay, let's do 10. Let's go for 10. <laughs> um,
0: Don't before, get drunk.
1: Get drunk right. and write an appreciative review.
0: Yes. All right. Well, right. I'm going to move this on or we'll already get off because we added this. Uh, now, we've talked a lot about Lil Nas X, the openly uh, queer black man who had a huge smash hit with Old Town Road, and he released his video for his new song montero call me by your name last night and we watched it on the big screen and y'all need to watch this video first of all the track is fantastic but in the video it. he goes through this like, garden of eden moment and then he's like standing before the court like he was samson with jezebel jezebel After his hair got cut off, and then at the very end of the video, he slides down a pole into hell and gives Satan a lap dance. Yes, little nice. And when I tell you I cheered at this video, it was weird thinking about it, because it's like kind of like what we did with Southern Baptist Sissies. It got me to thinking about how many of us sat in churches and heard people say, love the sinner and hate the sin. And what we heard from that, because it was talking about a piece of who we are, was that we were going to hell. And he took that trauma, that fear that led some of us to have suicidal thoughts, that is why we have lost LGBTQ youth, why people left the church. He took that, flaunted it, reversed it, and threw it back in their faces in this visceral, sexy, absurd, blatant video. And I just
1: cheered at my television. Did you watch it? I love it, I haven't watched it yet. I had all these goals today, but tonight my good friend, Matt Hayes, our good friends coming over and we're going to start with watching that video before we watch drag race.
0: And then on Instagram, he wrote a note and this to me was what got me on that track. He wrote dear 14 year old Montero. I wrote a song with our name in it. It's about a guy I met last summer. I know we promise to never come out publicly. I know we promise to never be that type of gay person. I know we promise to die with the secret but this will open doors for many other queer people to simply exist. You see, this is very scary for me. People will be angry. They will say I'm pushing an agenda, but the truth is I am. The agenda to make people say the fuck out of other people's lives and stop dictating who they should be. Yes. <clears throat> love from the future. Oh. And I just thought, I can't even imagine what it would have been like for me as a traumatized teen, sobbing secretly about church, to see somebody laugh in the face of the hell that was being held over my head this way, just flaunting it, stomping into it in heels and Calvin Klein underwear and doing a lap dance on Satan—I
1: love it. That, just, uh, just the thought of lap dances makes me miss them at the Tin Room in Dallas.
0: <laughs> be like, and I, you know, as we as we venture back out to be able to enjoy those things together oh, again. <laughs>
1: I'm going to take a lot of 20s that um, I, I've saved from the Dell and Emerson show. And I'm <laughs> That's right. Your tips today in
0: celebration of our 100th episode will go to Dell's Lap Dance Fund. Is that wrong, no. all Absolutely not. Recreational self care is an important
1: part of returning to the world. Well, it's better than some of the residuals. I got a residual for four cents today. Four fucking cents. And I said, really? Four cents? What am I going to do with that?
0: (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Um, All right. And in real news, uh, we can finally truly celebrate uh, the nomination and passing of Dr. Rachel Levine now is officially the uh, highest-situated trans person in government a trans official in u.s history assistant secretary of health the first senate confirmed trans person ever 52 to 48 slipped by with all the democrats and susan collins and lisa murkowski but at the very same time this week uh i read a story about a facebook group a private group for pennsylvania police officers and elected officials this is full of transphobic and racist content. Dozens of posts about Dr. Levine calling her it or freak, a retired officer posting someone needs to shoot that thing. Another retired officer complained about getting stuck in racial justice protest traffic, got others responded to his, to use lethal force as protection, while other protesters should be cleared with dogs and water cannons. you know, the way they were in the 1960s. And that on the same time as a new study says trans people are four times more likely to face physical violence and be the victim of property crime than cis people four times like that's four times more than all of us whether we are gay bi poly pan whatever sexuality four times more and this doctor just wants to do her job and these is a group of police officers who feel comfortable on facebook even in a private group talking about someone who's been working on behalf of the people of Pennsylvania that they also work for. It's just never ending.
1: Never, never. And it's just, it, it's, you know, we, you you said it Emerson, I think on our, when we were doing the Dylan Emerson show last time, when we, you know, when gay marriage came about, you said trans people are going to be the next target and it has so happened. And, but, but in that, it, the, the, the target, but also, that we have to fight for as yeah. together every LGBTQ plus all of us have to, to ha- we have to fight for our trans brothers and sisters and we have to continue to do that. Um, Summer,
0: great. Summer is actually in. She said she did amazingly in our state of Pennsylvania during the pandemic. People were offered to her though, and Jared said, "I live in southwestern Pennsylvania, and sadly, none of that is surprising in the least. So much hate around here. Look, we know it exists everywhere, and I know." Uh, it can be draining, but this is a marathon. We are all in together and we have to keep showing up for that.
1: Absolutely. Um, we, we, we're right there. Oh, Emerson's running. I'm panting, just panting. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. Uh, Pope Francis has appointed uh, Juan Carlos Cruz, a gay Chilean actor who survived sexual abuse by a priest, to be the Pontifical Council for the Protection of Minors. Uh, Cruz is the first openly gay person and first from Latin America appointed. He told the Washington Blade, I'm very honored. I am a survivor. I'm gay. I am a lay person. I'm Catholic. It just renews my commitment to change things from within for survivors, for every person who feels disenfranchised from the church. He's been holding the Catholic Church accountable loudly for years and again last week. The same time, though, it turns out that the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops lobbied behind the scenes against the creation of the National Suicide Hotline in 2019. Why? Because it included specific support for LGBTQ people. They also opposed the Violence Against Women Act for the same reason and the Equality Act. And they opposed the Employment Non-Discrimination Act. And they even oppose the watered down fairness for all acts supported by Mormons and the Orthodox Union. Just it's the dichotomy. It's like there's I I feel like there's like this fight within the church and within the Pope himself. Yeah. Well, and like to, but to see
0: that on like just written, I my jaw was on the floor a little bit to see that it was they actively opposed all these legislation designed to protect women, to promise domestic abuse survivors, to to support LGBTQ people, people that experience violence, lack of opportunity. Like it is more important to them to be bigoted than to actually do the things they are supposed to do according to the theology of their religion to help people. Like if we can't be bigots, we don't want to help anybody. We'll take our toys out of the sandbox. And go home. Yes, you remember we met Juan Carlos at a film festival. Oh, that's right. I don't remember which one, I racked my brain because we went to so oh many my God.
1: making an yes. appearance. Uh, yes, I have had communication with Juan Carlos. Yes. I did put yes. together with this story. Oh, I have to. I I have to. Uh, send him an email. Yeah, I've been such a huge fan of his work since we met him.
0: We when we were traveling with a very sort of wedding. He's he's been a loud and irritating in the best way activist as within the Catholic Church at the Catholic Church. He is still Catholic and constantly calling out those things. It's so impressive watching people work within the institutions that they love to make them better. It's great. Yes. Yes. All right. Up next. Uh the Bank of England has just released a new 50 pound banknote to honor Alan Turing. I hope you all know who he is, but he was the gay codebreaker who basically helped win World War II. Andrew Bailey, the governor of the Bank of England, called Turing one of Britain's most important scientists and he was. He was an incredible mathematician, he was also a developmental biologist and at the very front edge of computer science. And his story is horrifying. This genius man, he was never honored in his lifetime. He was convicted of violating anti-gay laws. And the punishment for that to not be in prison, I believe he was under state in his house, was chemical castration. Two years after the castration, he died at 41 of cyanide poisoning, ruled a suicide. I mean, a genius on so many fields. And because of who he was, convicted. Now, in 2009, the British government issued an apology. In 2013, they, he was pardoned. And in 2017, they created the Alan Turing Law, retro, retroactively pardoning everyone convicted under the historical anti-gay legislation. But this is a man who will never see, you know, this money that he has put on in his life, not celebrated. Um, but it is amazing. This They had used this photo from 1951, and it quotes him on it saying... This is only a foretaste of what is to come and only the shadow of what is going to be. Now, obviously I saw a lot of uh, LGBTQ people in the UK saying, that's great, but how about we ban conversion therapy and do things for LGBTQ people now, which is absolutely true. Um, but this honoring, considering the kind of people that end up on money, I just appreciated that he's on a big bill, like on the 50, you know? Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Like I want one.
1: And if any of you don't know who he is, just just go and stream the Imitation Game uh, with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. It is a fantastic movie, and it would it's it's heartbreaking. Um, the I also get, I like that like we can go spend
0: petty pounds. Like if I was a gay in the UK, I would I would be saving up my coins. Like he's not on the one, the five, the ten. And I would be trying to pay for everything everywhere th- everywhere with fifties. So, you know, I'd have to save up.
1: Yeah, But so I'm carrying around
0: gay money.
1: It's like gay monopoly money. Well, you could pay for it. Let's see if you could pay for it, get the change, and then get oh. the change back, and 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 a little. You you could figure it out where you could just keep that one rolling. That's just right. Keep just keep going. going. Just uh, petty, uh,
0: pink petty pounds. Oh, and it's being released on his birthday, June twenty third. In the middle of Pride Month, so it's sort of perfect all the way around. This pink pounds
1: Pride. All right. Well, we got a wife uh, cheating. Cheating. I love that's the name of my first play. Cheating. Uh, Jennifer Heinel uh, met a man named Kenneth Grayson on Facebook with chat starting last November. The two met up at the Capitol on January the sixth, caught on camera on video inside the rotunda and identified by a photo on Grayson's iPad as well. Grayson told detectives that he stormed the Capitol uh, to satisfy his needs to kill people, which uh, included uh, current President Joe Biden. Uh, the problem is that Jennifer there, that he's smiling there with the Trump hat, uh, she is married to Detective Michael Heinel, a police officer who works with the FBI Pittsburgh's violent crime task force so in addition to being charged with disorderly and uh, disruptive conduct and violent entry on capital grounds oh jennifer was served with divorce papers the fbi i'm sorry i laughed it's tragic <laughs> no um, it's not that's hysterical it is hysterical the fbi found facebook messenger chats between the two discussing their travel plans including hotel and car rental arrangements and Michael, with the overly spiked gray hair, uh, uh, is reportedly new about his. Uh, no, 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 that's not him. That's the other guy. Uh, Michael knew about his wife's plan to attend Trump's pre-inauguration rally and discouraged her from go gro- from going, not growing. That's Kenneth Grayson with the overly spiked gray hair. No, it's not. Kenneth Who? Grayson is the man she had an affair with that, that she was at the Capitol. Well, oh, I was right. So, so he, okay, so the good guy is with the okay, I got it. I got it. I got all the players now. But why? Here's what I don't understand. If you're having an affair, I don't understand this story. I don't understand how you take a, a like a lovey dovey picture with your 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 mister. I don't know how you have an affair when your husband works with the FBI. I don't either.
0: She's she didn't think that through. I mean, it's just representative of the caliber of intelligence of people that were in the rotunda during the Capitol invasion. But, I mean, you met a man on Facebook. You met up with him at the Capitol thinking no one's going to know. Now, he had a mask over his face, but she did not. Like, ma'am, the degree of stupidity. that Your husband could wink, wink, nudge, nudge somebody to go through everything you own, and you would never know. You need to be having an affair by carrier pigeon and smoke signals. Or your husband is going to be able to find it. She wanted to be called Emerson. She wanted out. Maybe. I don't know. It sounds like she's surprised by that divorce papers. Also that the husband, I I mean, and honestly, though, like the mortification for the husband, he has a good job that he does well. His boss came out and said, he's great. He had nothing to do with this. Like what, how that reflects on, you know, you didn't just disgrace him within your marriage. You disgraced him publicly at his own job because you're a fucking idiot.
1: An idiot. A fucking idiot. <laughs> she needs to wear the T-shirt that says, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: just, your husband works for the FBI. You are not going to get away with this.
1: You know, I, I, I've i been perplexed because they always start these stories about, you know, they say, help us identify these people. But I never get I Do, do they get them? They say yeah. that the FBI will always get them when they put them out like that. Yes,
0: they did. I mean, the amount of all those photos, people found all that stuff. They were like, who's this? Who's this? People on the internet are terrifying these days. You give like a corner of an eyebrow and somebody's like, I reverse image searched that and flipped it over and found it. And it's from 2007 from this person's Flickr account.
1: I thought I saw one of my cousins in one of those pictures.
0: (laughs) In one of the pictures at the Capitol?
1: I said, oh, that looks like so and so. I Did you just, take a screen cap and send it around I to said, the family? I called, I called. around. I said, "Is he out of jail? I need <laughs> to know if he's out of jail because I I think I saw his picture at the Capitol." Wait, was this was this? Don't, L- don't say it. Don't not say it.
0: Everybody that's watched any of your shows knows who you're talking about. You have said this man's name from in I know, but now, now he's out of jail, country. and I'm scared. He's out of prison. <laughs> he might not be at the Capitol, but he's on the way to Los Angeles. If you're watching, his address is... <laughs> Why do you think I keep my address hidden? <laughs> I know, but I figured here on our 100th episode, I'd finally pay you back for shouting my email out to the whole world and getting... Dale's home address is... <laughs> <laughs> Don't you... <laughs> That's... I had that stalker Can you imagine showed I'm up at my house. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Bless her stupid heart. All right. Moving on. I want to know what y'all think about this next one, because it just made my brain bleed. That's just a hint at what I think. Um, I want to find this picture. I had not heard of this, but in Australia, there is an ice cream brand first released in 1959 called Golden Gay Time. This is it. Good old Golden Gay Time ice cream treats founded 1959. Well, there is a homosexual in Australia who has started a petition to have them rebrand the name because it is outdated and offi- and offensive. I went to his petition, it says in 2021, gay means, su- pri- me- gays meaning primarily is related to sexuality. As a gay man, I have needed to fight to be myself, overcoming many things, I'm a proud gay man. As a part of the LGBTQIA plus community, I believe my sexual identity is owned by me not a brand, and that the outdated meaning no longer applies. Isn't it time for this double entendre to end? Within Australia in 2020, there were three well-published brands renamed due to racism. Redskins became Red Ripper, Chico's became Cheekies, and Coon Cheese became Cheer. He says under the law, they are the sa- seen as the same, referring to discrimination based on age, sex, race, disability, gender identity, or sexual orientation. Now, the petition only has 1,200 signatures, but the brand responded back to him They said the origin of the gay time name was and remains related to having a joyous or happy time and was meant to capture the pleasure that comes with enjoying an ice cream. After our definition grew, they embraced it with the slogan, it's so hard to have a gay time on your own and boxes still say, four delicious chances to have a gay time. The man says he's been personally attacked for speaking up and been called a snowflake and
1: bonkers ridiculous. Well, he is ridiculous. I'd say you know. I'm sorry, but he's ridiculous. That my opinion about this is that's bullshit. That I mean, you know, it, it things mean two things sometimes, and those people have the right to have the name of of that. That is just like so ridiculous. I just uh, yes, thank you, Johnny e. Hartman, an idiot. I hope that I'm, I'm glad I'm not alone. And being after my gaze, but he's an idiot.
0: Well, no, but I, well, that's part of why I put it in because it's incumbent upon us within the community when someone goes too far to say, that's not it. You know, straight people can't say that's not homophobic. We have to be the ones to say you're being ridiculous. I don't want to take anything away from how hard his personal journey has been, but the racism of the other logos he was talking about is not the same as the happy meaning of gay.
1: There's nothing negative in the connotation. Nothing, nothing. It's like, you know, I I felt really bad um, when I was a kid and I was a little fatty. um, I lost a bunch of weight because I got this product called AIDS. Uh, Do y'all remember that? It was called A-Y-D-S, AIDS. You just, it was supposed to suppress your appetite. And of course, when the AIDS pandemic came about, they had to change their name because it just, you know, it was not good. But uh, that, I don't know (laughs) why. (laughs) Well, no, it is. The other
0: thing it made me think of, you know, recently Kylie Kardashian Jenner, Kylie Jenner tried to sue Kylie Minogue to trademark just the name Kylie in the U.S. And Kylie Minogue fought her lawsuit so hard and her attorneys in one of the lawsuits said she's a second tier reality star. Um, And I've been around for a long time because Kylie Jenner has a makeup brand and all this stuff. And it was a little bit like that. Like, there's room for both of you in the world, but you can't have my name.
1: Exactly. No. Oh, Kylie Jenner, you just you stupid little idiot. Do not go after Kylie Minogue. They're like sure. you should for decades before you. I've never liked those Jenners, but I really don't like them now. That's well, I just don't pay attention one way or the other. But I just thought
0: the gumption you have to have to think I'm gonna trademark this one word name that I am not the first person to have.
1: (laughs) It's like, I bet old Chris named her after Kylie Minogue. I bet she heard a Kylie Minogue song and named her Kylie. Or no, well, maybe, maybe Caitlin did, you know.
0: Jared Johnson said, do we have to change the Flintstones theme song? We'll have a gay old time. Or what about,
1: you know, Deck the Halls with about, you know, is it is oh, it we there, now are gay apparel? Gay apparel, you know. Lord, tin, tinsel's far
0: gayer a word than gay. Go so to
1: Emerson's Instagram, you'll see gay apparel every single day. It is my favorite, but it is we have to be able to say like we're doing too much
0: because there's yeah, nothing right. negative in the connotation that they are using it for. In fact, it should be the point that that's the association we want, right? Happy associations, positive ones. Everybody loves ice cream.
1: I feel like that on our, our hundredth show, maybe we should just start saying, I call bullshit.
0: <gasps> you know what? I didn't consider. Maybe he's lactose intolerant and just resentful. <laughs> he could be. Because I just said everyone loves ice cream, but that's just slapping it in the face of the people. Okay. who need lac- That lactase or lactate or whatever it is, so they can eat some ice cream. Maybe it's that. Go get some awesome, so,
1: delicious, so delicious coconut. You know.
0: Get yourself a push-pop or some hagen-doss and shut up. Yeah. You don't have to eat a gay time. It awesome. made me want to get it. If I if they if gay time ice cream existed here and it tasted good, I would buy it all the time. It would make me laugh every time. All right.
1: <laughs> we have spent so much time on this poor bashing, this poor old guy who's trying to.
0: So, not fashion, but you have to be realistic, sir. When people are telling you that you are being unreasonable, the brand engaged with you reasonably, uh, we are willing to get upset about most things. If you're the first person to think of something, it's probably because it's not worth it. Well, you, this we know. There's 1,200 idiots because they got 1,200 signatures. I know. But that to me on one of those online petitions is like your friend, your Facebook friends, basically.
1: And uh, you uh, burned it 14 times from
0: a different account. And just kept signing it from every email I have. Lord, between all our shows and projects and things, I have like 10 at least. Uh, All right. Well, we've reached the halfway point of this hundredth episode. And if you enjoy what we do here and have enjoyed it through for the entire last year as we approach our one year anniversary is actually the 31st from the day Dale called and said, should we do this? Because we're stuck at home with nothing to do. And I said,
1: yes. Uh, I thought it was your idea. I don't know. I will give you- Well, thank you. <laughs> so I was my idea and you have to do all the work Emerson. Um, right.
0: No, it, oh, it was yours. Cause I was standing outside of Blake's house. I know where I was. Cause I was thinking Blake's parents' house. Cause I was thinking through like, how do we do that? And what do we make that work? And all that. Here we are. 100. Here we are. Well, if you enjoy it and you've got more money than you know what to do with and you want to send us a $1, dollar, 50, a hundred, several thousand cause you're rolling in money bags. Good for you. You can send us a tip on Venmo to at Emerson Collins or on PayPal to Productions at gmail.com. And a huge thank you. A number of you have given significant amounts already today. Zanna, Leanne, Bob Bielenberg, Arthur Jackson. We do appreciate it. And we said before, I have said many times in my mental health journey, doing this show has forced me to pull myself together. I do always feel better at the end of this hour than I did at the beginning of it. Ah, uh, so we are incredibly grateful. If you can't contribute, do not feel bad about that. I will say it's meaningful the people who can for the work that we put in to do it. But that y'all share it. If you'll go write us a review on iTunes and subscribe over there, even if you don't download
1: into it because you already watched it live, it helps with the numbers. We are very grateful. I, I, tra- I saw a comment float by. said we should all give a hundred.
0: Oh. Several
1: have. That, I, I don't. I can't find the comment, though. But it's very sweet, whoever said that. Y'all, I'm not kidding. $1 makes the difference. One, yeah, any any increments of 100 would be great. $1, $10, $100, $1,000, $10,000, $100,000 is really great. But um, very seriously, we know
0: we're all in things. You know, I'm still filing that unemployment. Do not give us any money you need for yourself.
1: Please. I'm I. I. I I'm being silly. You know, uh,
0: I, I still carry that get that gay guilt from the church. I don't need any guilt that I'm like taking a cocktail out of your hand. Did you ever did Did They always preach the tithing. The oh, God, yes. I gave my 10 percent. I gave my dime for my allowance as a child. I'd get my dollar and 10 cents went into the offering plate.
1: Oh, you were such a good little Baptist. Well, I didn't oh. have, really have a choice. It was not optional. <laughs> it was like you, you owe a dime to Jesus.
0: It was. I mean, it was said nicely, but there was never a question that I could be like, no, I don't want
1: to. I know there was a lot of guilt with those tithes. And I'm like, it's not a gift if
0: you make me do it. Right. But that's why they call it a tithe. They didn't say a gift.
1: Your gifts were above your tithe. No, tithe was obligatory. Did anybody else have that? Did y'all have that out there in the church? They said tithe, tithe.
0: Um, Brent, the title on iTunes of the show is just the Dell and Emerson show. Now, to be confusing, there's two. There's the old one from when we did it 2014 to 2016. So look to
1: the one that says 2020. All right, moving on. And this, this story really spoke to me this week because I had an incident. Um, a gay couple in Ireland were celebrating their first anniversary with a visit to uh, the town of Newcastle for a romantic walk in the Mourne Mountains. And on their walk, they stopped for ice cream, leaving the car for about 10 minutes so when they came back to their car, they found what they thought was a parking ticket, but it turned out to be a handwritten note. Now, no, this is in Ireland. It said, kissy, 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 queer boys, God's wrath will fall on you, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And one of the, uh, of the couple said, uh, they must have seen us kip, kissing, which we were doing in our own space in the car before we got out to get the ice cream. But why would you go out of your way to write something like that and stick it on someone's car? They did report it to the police and said, we are both 22 and if a gen- generation that is more accepting. So for this to happen has shocked us. But I know it's just a minority and I will continue to do my own thing. And, you know, when I read this story this morning, coincidentally, I. Now, yes, wait, before you tell your other story, can I comment on the story? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The.
0: I'm just obsessed with the like choice to rip this note off some crumpled envelope and then kissy, kissy, kissy queer boys. First of all, that sounds like the name of a new pop single from like years and years of Lil Nas X. Like or, Kylie or Minogue. Yes. Oh my god, if Kylie Minogue, first of all, her disco album it has gotten us through the pandemic. That and Dua Lipa is who we listen to the whole time. Uh Kissy, 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 queer boy. I would be dancing my little jockstrapped wow. rhinestone set a jockstrapped ass out at the club. We
1: need to present that to our friend Debbie Holiday. She should write kissy, yes, kissy, 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 queer kissy, kissy, queer boy. OK, now do your other because you had a really relevant short story. But yesterday on Instagram, I posted a, a picture and I was so uh, fortunate in 2018 to be the headliner of Eureka Springs Diversity Weekend, thanks to our good friend, I think she's watching today, Melody Purdy. And um, she said, would you lead our uh, Public Display of Affection PDA uh, event? And the great thing about this event is that uh, Eureka Springs in Arkansas it was illegal for same-sex couples to kiss publicly. And then when that law changed, they celebrated it in this park and everybody kisses. I don't care if you're straight or gay or straight. You know, you kiss. And so I said, "Well, if you who 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 with whom with whom I need someone hot." And she she said, "How about him?" And it was Trevor Wayne, the artist who I love and adore. And we got to know each other that day with that kiss. So I posted that on uh, Instagram, and y'all, I, I mean, it's amazing that who I am and uh, you know, what my body of work is that there were people who had problems with that picture and who unfollowed me and some said uh unfollowing you unfollowing you are that, that's disgusting one person wrote me that is disgusting and so i did if you, if you care go to my instagram today and watch my rant my rambling about that because it's just ridiculous it's like if you don't know who i am and i said Sometimes, y'all, it's time to weed your garden. So I am so glad I posted that that picture because all you people who unfollow me, good. You should not be following me.
0: It happens to me sometimes, too. I get the people's couch fans or people that follow me because I said something vaguely intelligent somewhere once. And then I post one of my offensively bulgy Speedo photos and they go, oh, oh, I have delightful straight men in my life who regularly when I run into them and Real life say, I swear, every time I open Instagram, I'm staring at a picture of your penis, and I say, you're welcome.
1: But you know, my, my daughter Caroline's fiance, Max, loves your Instagram. He loves that you're, you you post those speedo putt pictures. So it's like, just open your minds, and, 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 and you know, why, would you have a problem with a man and a woman kissing? No, most of you would not. So someone wrote me today. They said, well, it was just too much. What the fuck, too much? No, it was not. How dare you? It's
0: just a cute little open mouth kiss.
1: And last comment on this. Look, I had a lot of new people follow me because of uh, Leslie Jordan uh, tagged me in a post. And so there are some conservative people who follow him. And I want to say, and what I did say to them is we are not just monkeys on a chain. We are not here just to be your entertainers, to make you laugh. You know, we, we actually have lives we have sex and we kiss okay yeah i'm done
0: up next lee shang the hot hunky male lead of disney's animated mulan who <laughs> was originally uh, the speaking voice was voiced by out star of stage and screen bd wong and he did an interview last wow. week with blood wow. Culturistas podcast a phenomenal culture podcast without Actors, hosts, comedians, Matt Rogers and Bowen and Yang, of course, from SNL. And he made some news about the character as they got into a discussion about his sexuality because Mulan in the movie, of course, arrives as dressed as a man. And then, of course, is revealed that she is a woman at the end. But he said, when we made it, fluidity was not a word. We didn't talk about fluidity. Now we have fluidity. Now we watch Shang and his choices and his actions and see it through fluidity. This whole idea that there's a needle and it goes from zero to 100 and it doesn't have to be one place or the other. It can move. So in that case, I'm recalibrating my answer. Of course he was, of course he was. What other reason would there be? And I wanted to share that because I know for many, many bisexual people, (laughs) Lee Shang has been the one Disney character they held up as like, not officially, but outside of canon as bisexual because it seemed he's attracted to Mulan both presenting as a man and when she presents as a woman. And I loved that they had that conversation with him. So, you know, new sexually fluid bisexual icon, Lee Shang. I mean, I feel like many of us were have been attracted to a Disney character or two. I know I have. There is this artist. Blake keeps showing these to me because, you know, Blake's one of those Disney people like those. Like, I know all the words to the songs, but he's invested. There is an artist who keeps making Disney porns of the Disney character. Like there was one the other day, it is full on animated King Triton having sex with Prince Eric. No. If I had seen that at like 16 or 17, that would have been undone. I'm surprised Disney has not sued him. Well, I think there's so much like Disney stuff. I'm sure if they found it, but I was like, you know, don't let the children see it. But as an adult, I appreciate that as the adult realization of something that was occurring to me developing growing
1: up. all right in, in more trans news and this is a beautiful story about how as 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 we see generation and young people coming together to support trans rights and liam liam and evan oliver are brothers one is in elementary and the other is in middle school there they are And uh, in Florida, they spoke to Florida state legislators to oppose a proposed bill to ban trans athletes. Liam said he was opposing this trans bill because it is unconstitutional as the 14th Amendment gives every person equal protection under the law, regardless of gender identity. And then he shared that he has a trans friend named Sam who already is bullied enough for being who he is. He said, stop being bullies and and vote no on this bill. And then Evan spoke after his brother saying the bill is unwanted by most of the public in Florida. And he said, it's also unfair to give trans kids more trouble than they already have. I was taught growing up that you should stop hurting people if you already are. Don't hurt. Trans girls vote no. And this video just is so touching. So beautiful.
0: It's just so wonderful. It's that out of the mouths of babes, babes. and it's just simple for them. Like, that's my friend, and what you're doing is hurting my friend but also like the eloquence and ability to stand in front of a group of adults at that age and just say, this isn't right. It's, it's the core of the simplicity of the entirety
1: of the issue. And it shows that, that some kids are being raised right, you know, and it makes me feel good, you know, as a parent, that, that yes. there are parents who taught their kids not to hate and to love. Yep.
0: But these bills are advancing across the country. And some of the ones we've been following, literally just this afternoon, Arkansas Governor Hutchison signed a law allowing doctors to refuse to treat someone in a non-emergency situation because of religious and moral objections. Read bigotry, fully passed. Their transports bill has passed the Senate and the House headed to him probably next week. Tennessee, both of their anti-trans bills are headed to their governor to sign. And there's a new one there, uh, a bill to ban schools from using textbooks or instructional materials that promote, normalize, support, or address lesbian, gay, bisexual, or trans issues or lifestyle. Like, fully just can't mention it in schools. If you don't teach them about it, it won't exist, right? And then even more absurd than that, they have brought up a bill to make the Bible
1: the state book of Tennessee. Well, I mean, we never was doing that don't say gay bill. Forever in Tennessee. It never passed. But it yep. looks like, you know, the bigotry is just continuing and accelerating. And as you said earlier in the show, we have to keep fighting. It's it's a marathon. And it well, it's trying to erase our existence. If you take us out of our healthcare out
0: of health classes, if you take us out of history books, you know, there's no acknowledgement that we it exist, which leaves LGBTQ young people at school not knowing that there is a
1: place for them in the world at all. Um. So brick. Then- so brick is gone and cat on the hot tin roof. Brick is gone. I mean, yep. oh, you know, it's just. Uh... All right. Go on to that next one. Uh, uh Are we going to go to the Sharon Stone story? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, Sharon Stone's vagina is in the news. Uh, in her memoir, The Beauty of Living Twice, Sharon Stone sheds new light on the famous leg crossing scene in Basic Instinct. She explains uh, a member of the production scene told her to take off her underwear because the white was reflecting light and she was told her vagina would not be visible in the shot. So she found out it was visible at a screening with a room full of agents and lawyers, most of whom had nothing to do with the project. After the screening, she slapped Paul Verhoeven across the face and called her attorney, Marty Singer. Oh, Marty Singer. He's a big badass here who um, said it had been illegally made by SAG rules. She said, I let Paul know of the options Marty had laid out for me. Of course, he vehemently denied That i had any choices at all i was just an actress just a woman what choice could i have but i did have choices so i thought and thought and i chose to allow the scene in the film why because it was correct for the film and for the character and because after all i did it
0: i put this in because this struck me so hard because in watching the film That feels like such a strong power move on the character's part. You know, that this woman is in control of herself, her body, the man, you know, Michael Douglas across the table, that she is making this powerful decision to use her sex, her sexuality, her body to control the room. And so for her to say that she, as the woman doing it, all of her agency was taken away, they literally lied to her about what they were shooting and she discovered it in a room full of people. Now it's amazing that she says, she went on to say, it's good for the character, it's good, I feel good about what it is in the movie, but that they didn't have that honest conversation with her before they did it. And she had to come to terms with being okay with it afterwards, like the misogyny in that, yeah. the juxtaposition with what the scene is, just such a reminder you know, of what women face in in so many aspects of culture. I mean, Sharon Stone is this icon incredibly strong female characters. And then running out to scream to her attorney that the director did this and then had him like gaslight her that she couldn't do anything. She's the actress it is what it is basically. And it was bonkers.
1: And you know, Sharon had done a lot of B movies and this was her first big break. I I actually was at that premiere because my friend (laughs) Ron Newton-John was dating her brother Michael at the time. And so we were at that premiere. And I think all of this had happened right before. So she at that time had made peace with it.
0: But, um, well, it's like, and Zana asked, Do you think she would have let it go if it happened today? Different times then. You know, it's interesting. I feel like they could have had that honest conversation up front, right? We want to do this, we'll protect you, we'll let you see it, we'll feel good about it. Those kinds of things are negotiated in every detail in contracts. Um, but it certainly would have been a different situation now. It'd be interesting to see what she would have done to the movie, given the advancements and progress we've made. But I just thought it was worth sharing that even things that look a certain way
1: can be different when you know the backstory. So I would imagine it's an
0: incredible book. to read.
1: Well, I have to say that when we were on, when we did Queer as Folk, we had a sex meeting every single time there was a sex scene. We had it with the director, with the the writer and with, um, the, the actors, and they had to be, if they didn't, if they weren't okay with it, if the way it was going to be shot, they, we didn't do it. We yep. respected that. Absolutely. Um, all artists
0: collaborating together produces That's the best right. results. I mean,
1: um, you've, been you've been in those scenes, we've talked about it. Are you comfortable with this?
0: Yes, we have. We did, my ass has been out in everything we've done. <laughs> All right, in other fun, silly news, because you know I love Christmas. Gay Christmas is already on its way. Netflix has ordered a holiday film called Single All the Way, get it? From openly gay writer and showrunner Chad Hodge, who I'm a huge fan of his work. It's for this coming Christmas, the story of a gay man who's tired of family picking on a single status. So he has his best friend come home with him and they pretend to be boyfriends. And his mom sets him up with a hunky trainer and madness ensues, I'm sure. But it's exciting, it will star openly gay actors, Luke McFarlane on the left, and you obviously know Michael Urie on the right, who we love, along with Philemon Chambers, Barry Bostwick, Jennifer Coolidge, and Kathy Najimy.
1: Yeah.
0: Said, uh, he said, I sat down to write this movie, I made a list of all the things I personally wanted to see in a holiday rom-com. The list ran the gamut from honestly portraying the uniqueness of gay friendships and relationships to the often hilarious dynamics of our family, to Jennifer Coolidge, I'm so grateful to Netflix for embracing all of it. I can't wait. I love that last year got people into going, we deserve our, like, fun, silly rom-com holiday movies, just like they put out for everybody else. I can't wait.
1: Well, they were very successful, so we're going to continue to get them. And that's positive, y'all. We need to celebrate that, that, you know, sure, the, you know, 103,000 moms are pissed, but who gives a fuck? All right. So, um, Long Beach, uh, it's not too far from us. And this was a shocking story to me. It's one of the country's most LGBTQ friendly places with a perfect 100 uh, HRC score for protections and services. On Tuesday, a rainbow lifeguard painted for pride. Burned down there and firefighters responded to the flames just after midnight. The Long Beach Marine Safety Chief Gonzalo Medina said, the tower served as a symbol of our strong support for diversity within our ranks and the LGBTQ community who calls Long Beach home. The tower will be replaced and be repainted by lifeguards. Openly, Gay Mayor Robert Garcia said on Twitter that he had Little doubt that it was a criminal act of hate. He said to who whomever or whoever committed this act, we will rebuild it better and brighter. I love that you just tried to fix that for him. I well, it's just, you know, you know I'm I'm <laughs> Come on, <you're> right <laughs> It's a quote. Me. You can't correct a quote. I didn't mean to correct the quote. I was reading it and I read it organically from my and then I said and then I corrected into his uh incorrect English. So there we go. Having that mom as a teacher. I get it. I do the same.
0: It's just funny because that's like, oh you oh nope, that's what you said. I have to just say it. And good yeah. for that. Like that's what's
1: so sad. And I love that they're just gonna put it back off. Like,
0: bite me, Arson. We're doing it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I love that the lifeguards are going to rebuild it and repaint it, you know? Yeah. Um, so. All right.
0: Well, as we re- reach, as we come before we get to the end of our 100th episode show, y'all know I try to find us news that is serious, that's about varying parts of our community, silly stuff we can celebrate. And y'all, I've got one for you today. Now, if you are not someone worried about the fate of our planet, and how we as people are contributing to its destruction because you think, you know what, I'm gonna be dead before it matters. Here is the reason for you to care right away. Get on board with the Green New Deal because according to Vice, a new book from renowned environment and reproductive epidemiologist, Dr. Shauna H. Schwan, y'all, pollution is causing penises to shrink. That should matter to everyone but lesbians because all of us either have one, wanna play with one, enjoy them. So if you can't do it for magnanimous reasons, you should worry about pollution for the penises. Her new book, Countdown, how our modern world is threatening sperm counts, altering male and female reproductive development and imperiling the future of the human race, you know, casual title, ties industrial chemicals and everyday projects to lower sperm counts, erectile dysfunction, and smaller dicks. She says the average 20-something is less fertile than her grandmother was at 35. A man might have half the sperm count of his grandfather, a 59% drop from 73 to 2011. She calls it, and I wholeheartedly agree, a global existential crisis as pollutants and chemicals are decreasing semen quality, leading to the shrinking penis size. No. You know what I just realized? That is why when you see those old man dicks in Palm Springs at the nudie resorts, their dicks look bigger.
1: They are bigger. They didn't grow
0: up with as much pollution. Balls.
1: Their balls are down to their knees. That's and why
0: they're more likely to hang. Do your Does your dick hang low? Does it wobble to and fro? She also said that exposure to the phthalates at the end of the first trimester for pregnant women led to shorter anogenital distance. Now, I did not know what that was, but she explained it. It's your taint, it leads to shorter taints. Y'all know what that is, right? Taint the front, taint the back, taint the badge, taint the hole, taint the balls, taint the butt. It's that distance. A hundred years ago, men's taints were nearly a hundred percent longer than women's. Chemicals shorten it. Now I don't know what a shorter taint means but it seems to be a bad thing. These chemicals are found in plastics, herbicides, toothpaste, shampoos, cosmetics, cushions, and ATM receipts. CVS receipts are making dicks smaller.
1: Well, they're so long, those receipts.
0: Well, Yeah, I know. You get a long receipt and a short dick. (laughs) The solution, according to her book, is buying organic produce, using less plastic, eating home-cooked meals rather than eating out since food packages and gloves transfer phthalates into food. Y'all, this is a crisis. You may not care about the ozone layer, but you should care for all of our sakes about puny penises coming from pollution.
1: And y'all, I don't want to read that whole title of her book again, but Emerson did not read what he wrote in the outline. He said, the mouthful of a book. (laughs) Yes. I added it afterwards in the moment. Oh, it was, uh, what a crazy story. I mean, but in all, but
0: seriously, like being ridiculous, but I mean, that ought to at least make some people care. I guess you could still be a narcissist and not care because at this point, your penis is what it is. It's the next generation that matters. And if you want to be the old man swinging a bigger dick, I guess keep using you know
1: that Air, that aquanet plastic to-go containers and toothpaste. Well, I I have to say you know I stopped I, I got I got you know the water filtering program and everything. I don't use the plastic bottles anymore. Nothing. I'm and I'm, i I I buy only organic these days. And there's a way you know I go to imperfect foods. <laughs> I just wait.
0: I just want to start walking around Trader Joe's and standing next to the like organic bananas versus the ones that are cheaper, which I buy, and start saying, get these a little more expensive, but better for your penis.
1: Yeah. You'll you'll have a bigger, you know, buy this organic when you'll have a bigger dick.
0: Now, spoiler alert, it will not impact those of us that already have the penis that we have, but it is, it's about pregnancy and about future generations, but a 59% drop in sperm count since 1973 to 2011. That's a lot
1: but people are still having babies.
0: The, our, our sad little swimmers are getting lonely. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Dwayne Pierce said, my balls are already down to my ankles." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dwayne, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> hey, just, just tie them around your knee when you get worried. If you two wouldn't kick us off, we would share a pic for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As Dwayne said, say it ain't so. Leanne said, "What the hell? I've never seen a big penis. Say it's not so. I want to see a big one before I die." Leanne, Leanne, the Google, Google, right above.
1: Oh my God! Yes, email me. I'll send you some pictures. Not me, but I, I, I can find some for you.
0: I have several text friends. I have a dear friend I won't name. Uh, who there's a video of a man with one of those vacation pe- penises I talk about. You know, you don't want to live there, but it's nice to see for like a weekend. But he pulls it out and it's just my, my face hurts, my butt, everything hurts
1: just looking at it. It's not oh, even a pleasant blessed. visual experience. Yeah. Well, I there are people who are blessed. I you're blessed. Blessed and gifted. You, uh, look so at you if know, a little, if you're blessed too much, it's like, uh, I don't think that's such a good thing uh-huh they like look you gotta find you know every every
0: puzzle piece has a fit every penis has a hole you know yeah. anyway so stop with the pollution watch out for the plastics oh here we are at the end of our 100th episode i have one little sip left y'all cheers you did so good. You did not get to that tipsy place that
1: entertains us all. summer. I know. But here I, I want to make a promise uh, because we have to tell everybody we're going to be on a little hiatus here. Correct. Yeah, Probably two weeks. Y'all. We're going to take a break. We're not going to be back for two weeks. I have to have surgery. And uh, until I'm I'm better, I, I don't know that y'all want me to do a show on Vicodin, but you may. Uh, but uh, the, the moment I, I will post, I promise I will post at least one rambling, uh, when I'm, uh, fucked up on
0: drugs. I thought um, I told him, I said, y'all, he has to, don't worry. We, you'll see the same notices. We'll send out the emails. You'll see the post when we come back. It, but it's quite possible that it will be two weeks from today. You know, the ninth be the most likely first possibility while well, Dale's will still a little bit on pills and we can have fun. Uh, we'll kill it. And we'll keep you posted. In the meantime, once again, thank you. Uh, if you enjoy what we do and you want to send us a tip on Venmo, that is at Emerson Collins or on PayPal. It's at gmail.com. I do have one fun thing to share for the weekend. Oh, oh, please. Blake's birthday is tomorrow. Yeah. And, you know, we still can't go anywhere or do anything. Uh, we're renting a house in Paso Robles this weekend. For the net for a couple of days that's safely away you know where we don't have to go anywhere but we can change venues but he decided last minute he's gonna do a birthday happy hour show tomorrow at two o'clock pacific on his facebook and youtube i'll put the youtube link in the chat but if you just search blake on uh youtube or on facebook you'll see the post is already there come join us he's gonna sing like 12 songs i'm gonna join him for a song or two He's had some requests, a few of his favorite, a little more casual than our big show. It's free, so just if you're around tomorrow, come join us to celebrate the birthday of the man I love. Is that 2 p.m. our time, Pacific time? Yes, 2 p.m. Pacific time, so 5
1: o'clock Eastern. I'm teaching actors, and I will get off there and go right to the show, so yes. And you can come, and you can watch
0: it anytime. He'll leave it up, so if you're
1: busy tomorrow afternoon, but
0: watch it. He's doing that. Also, you know, I told him, You know, we we did a show on my birthday so we could get tips. Y'all tip him. He won't he won't push it as hard as I will. But, you know, it's his
1: birthday. Blake MacGyver, happy birthday. You are a saint and you know why. And so
0: (laughs) well, everyone knows, y'all, Dale just said he put Blake has to put up with me. He's sitting over there in the other room waiting to rehearse his show. You know, I've just been screaming at my computer. He's about to get to that point where he goes, I'm just tired of hearing the sound of your voices.
1: Blake, come over. I've got a spare bedroom.
0: <laughs> I'm going gonna
1: gonna be, to be sleeping oh, for two weeks. Sleeping and killing. Uh,
0: that wouldn't help. It's your voice just as much as mine. It's the, the combo of us. I'm straight gonna, on
1: FaceTime. I'm going to be down. I'm going to be down <laughs> for the count. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and what said. You come over after, you know, and, and, and just, just keep me company and then Who's let taking me you? On vacation. Who's taking you? Rebecca is taking okay. me. Uh, yeah. I've had a lot of people who have asked if they could help Emerson. You have not oh, been yeah. one of them. Uh, but uh, but you you took me last time. Yo, I have to say one thing before we go. I know we're over time. But last time Emerson took me to have surgery, the last thing he said to me is, please don't die. <laughs> I say it every time to everyone. before.
0: Please sure. don't
1: die. Please don't die. But I have to tell you, I did bring out my estate this week and <laughs> I started making some changes.
0: You've so. got to get those last pencil notes in and get it notarized. You know, it's mm. this, this is it. Danielle said, I'm going to leave a note calling you kissy, kissy, kissy queer boys. That's going to be the new title.
1: I'm telling you that is a hit song. Kissy, kissy, queer boys, kissy, kissy, queer boys.
0: Um, All right. Well, y'all here at the end of our 100th episode, we are so grateful to you, whether you join us live every weekly, to those of you who tip us, to those of you who listen back later, to those of you just finding us on iTunes and Spotify and Amazon, to those of you who are going to leave reviews while we take a little two week break, please do. We are incredibly grateful. We love doing this. We enjoy all of you so much. And thank you. We We
1: absolutely absolutely. do. Y'all have an amazing weekend. Blake MacGyver, have a great, great birthday. I love you. I love you, Emerson Collins. Thank you for doing this with me for 100 times. I love
0: you too. All right, y'all. Take care of each other. Be kind to yourselves. We'll be back before you even notice we were gone. Bye.